Hi, and welcome everybody to another uh, Wandering Minstrel Podcast. This is Wandering Minstrel Podcast 10 for Gypsy Audio, www.gypsyaudio.org. I am here today with Alex Gilmore and AJ Clarkson, and we're going to talk about Gypsy Cove, or more specifically, those big holes in the middle of the street that you'd think people would see and don't, and they fall into them. We're talking about plot holes. So, this week, what we're going to discuss are questions that people have had toward the show. Alex and AJ are going to ask me questions, and I, being the writer and somehow in charge, am going to attempt to answer them. All right. One of you, feel free to ask me a question. Alex goes first. Okay. What was your inspiration for Gypsy Cove, and, and do you think it'll help soaps make a comeback? My inspiration for Gypsy Cove and the answer to that are pretty much both the same thing. Um, My inspiration for Gypsy Cove was watching uh, United States soap operas and noticing they're being cancelled one by one, in part, and feeling as though that audio could really hold up a soap opera, hold up these weird things that happen, in our case, month after month, but should normally be day after day or week after week. Do I think it'll help soaps make a comeback? I'd like to think so, but we are Gypsy Audio. So it just depends on who's listening. Next question, AJ. What is wrong with Abigail Franklin Perigo? The easy answer to that, she's allergic to the sun. She is not a vampire, as people seem to think, although, yes, she does dress entirely in black and never goes out in the sun. She herself will get blisters should should any UV light of any kind touch any part of her body. Okay. There's even a word for it that I can't remember. There have been a number of recasts. Why? Do you think this happens in soaps frequently? Or have you had to? The answer to that, the simple answer is, we did it on purpose, really. But the real answer is because we've been working on the show for over two years, and the people that we had cast two, two and a half years ago couldn't always continue their time commitments. So although, yes, it happens in soaps frequently, and therefore our saying, so-and-so will now be played by John Blow, sounds somewhat like a soap norm we did not do it on purpose but we'll embrace it it's a soap opera thing to do (laughs) what is wrong with kitty and who's katarina what is wrong with kitty that is a much more complicated question she has an extremely rare form of blood cancer that causes her blood cells to thicken up so much it's not quite porphyria but similar that she can't metabolize them correctly it's not getting the oxygen to her heart and to her brains and all that correctly which is why she is on at the moment she was on 24-hour dialysis katarina is somebody who is that dr strasberg knows and reminds him very much of katherine perigo where are Victor and Elias staying? This is a good question. After all, there's only so many places in Gypsy Cove somebody could stay. There's the bed and breakfast, there is the inn, and that's it, unless you have friends. Quite honestly, Victor and Elias are staying in the basement of the hospital. Okay. What is Mathanwi? What is her relationship to Dr. Capra? Mathanwi is, for lack of a better term, a dragon. She has known Dr. Capra for, oh, probably a millennia. And at this point, they are just very good friends. She does have a human form, and it's possible that somewhere in their relationship they were more than once. She is also a shapeshifter. She is the air, she is heart flight, the helicopter. She could be an airplane. She could be almost anything needed to help the residents of Gypsy Cove that moves. What is Dr. Capra? And 
Is it an homage to Frank Capra? Dr. Capra is what would normally be called an elf, although that is also not correct. He's human, who once made a deal with the demon. The deal was, give me immortality. The answer in return was, okay, give me a favor to be granted later. Like most stupid humans, he said, okay. Yes, he was an homage to Frank Capra as the prequel episode uh, was somewhat based on It's a Wonderful Life, which was, of course, directed by Frank Capra. Is Dr. Jameson really the baby from the prequel episode? Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> what is Dr. Jameson? I could be a smartass, but I won't. Dr. Jameson is half-angel. Okay, to take a quick halftime between the question and answer session, I thought we'd do a little bit of music for the Gypsy Cove show. The first song that I will play for you is the Gypsy Cove theme that we use at the beginning of every episode that was composed and created for Gypsy Cove by David Allen Krause. The second was created two years ago, also for Gypsy Cove, called Gypsy Cove, and was created by Sean Paulson. It will appear in future episodes. Let it go. 
Let it go. Let it go. Every three years, an ancient ritual takes place here. Let it go. And now, back to the question and answer session. Everything you wanted to know and were afraid to ask about Gypsy Cove. Who's Danae Spencer? Danae Spencer is the demon that Dr. Capra made the agreement with a thousand years ago. She is half human. She is also half demon. Why Gypsy Cove? Because every so many years, in this case between 500 and 1,000, there's somewhere on Earth where the demons and the angels must have a a showdown. It has to only be in one place, otherwise the whole earth would explode, and this time around, Gypsy Cove is that place. Whomever wins will determine the next 500 years to millennium. How many characters or actors are cast in this show? I have no idea. <laughs> and that's the truth. <laughs> what is Victor? Victor is what has classically been termed a ghoul. He is the daytime eyes and ears of Dr. Strasberg. He is not human, but he is not vampire. He can go out in the daylight. He's also, whether or not he's a good guy, is up for debate. The Darkmoor family, are they a crossover from Tamblyn? And why is Forrest Darkmoor insistent on killing his son Aiden? And who is Pierce Cushing? Aha! Yes, the Darkmoor family is a crossover from Tamlin P.I. Good ear! Um, Liam Darkmoor, the cop's brother, is Forrest Darkmoor. Why is he insistent on killing his son Aiden? Because Aiden is a werewolf, and no, he wasn't born that way. He's not just any werewolf, though. He is one of the meanest son-of-a-bitch werewolves there are out there. Who is Pierce Cushing? He's the guy that helps Forrest along. And, well, you'll never see one of them without the other. Let's put it that way. Why do they do this? They're hunters. Everyone becomes a hunter for a reason. Forrest, because his son is now a werewolf. Why is Eva still alive? Because when she turned, she didn't turn into a ravenous beast. She turned into something else. Her angel blood mixed with the werewolf blood has made her something new. Something better, we hope. Are the police in Gypsy Cove really that inept? And what happened to Deputy Green's son? I'd like to say they weren't, but as they get to a uh, accident with a large furry hole in the front of a car and say, hmm... I don't know what happened here. I'm pretty sure they're not that bright. Um, maybe they're being paid off by somebody to not be that bright. Maybe they're being paid to look the other way. Maybe they're smarter than they look. But I don't think so. What happened to Deputy Green's son was in a complete and total accident. He died in a car crash several years before. What is the name of the high school in Gypsy Cove? Harrison High School, you know, named after President Harrison, the one that died in 30 days. We know there's a fourth demon. Have you seen her yet? Yes. Next question. <laughs> is, is Gypsy Cove set in a real town in Washington? No, but it is set on the real Washington coastline. There is no town in Washington named Gypsy Cove. Who's dead? Is it Georgie's father or the grandfather? Georgie's grandfather has just died and left her the estate. This we know. However, when she was in the helicopter, she mentioned her father. Her father has been missing for many, many years, say, onwards of 20. So she considers her grandfather more like her father, and her father, nobody knows. 
There we go. Okay, last question. It's all yours, Alex. Do you have sparkly vampires? Only if they're on fire. That was the Wandering Minstrel Podcast 10 question and answer session for Gypsy Cove, plus a little bit of music. Music involved, the music underneath was Sovereign by Kevin McLeod, www.incomtech.com. Also played the Gypsy Cove theme by David Allen Krauss, www.davidallencrauss.com, and the second Gypsy Cove theme by Sean Paulson. If you have any other questions, please feel free to send them to gypsyaudio at gmail.com, and keep listening. There will be more Gypsy Cove, Tamlin P.I., and of course, our new steampunk series, The Blackburn Gaslight Adventures, coming soon. So, hang out, listen, and remember, you're always welcome at our fire. This is Gwendolyn Jensen Woodard saying thank you and have a great day. www.gypsyaudio.org